understand that in most cases, those individuals that find influence don't ask for it. Mm -hmm. They're just looking to help as many people as they can. Right. Right. Like I'm seeing it for my own branding. I'm seeing it in Ryan's branding. Right. Like with intention is like, I'm going to try to help people. Mm -hmm. Right. That was the intent behind it. But what came with that was the influence. Right. Mm -hmm. And you talk about like people coming up to you, people like, like I had it happen for me the first few times recently. And I was like, right. Like, Okay, I'll sign the book. It ain't worth two cents, but I'll sign it, right? Like, yeah. but it, it for them though, watching their response to it and go, okay, now you have a responsibility. People are listening, mm -hmm. right? And you're you almost owe it to them to give them a, a product that yeah. they can take and do something applicable right away and go accomplish something, right? And so, like, I want people to know that, like, and really trust that, right? If you're at home right now and you're making content, you're trying to figure out how to get past those twenty five views. Mm -hmm. Take your focus off yourself and focus on who you're helping, That's who it. the audience is, right? Like we always say, change the name algorithm for audience and you'll see a difference in how you approach, mm -hmm. right? Because it's important to understand that even though those were only 24 views, those were still 24 people, mm -hmm. right? And you can help 24 people. You fill a room up like this with 24 people. It's going to feel good mm -hmm. if you know that you're helping them. And then those numbers continue to increase. So I just wanted to point that out because you led with the right intention on how you decided to, to kind of grow. And then you can start creating that business around it. Mm -hmm. That then, cause I, I know too, like people get hung up on, are you really trying to help if you're making money on it and all that kind of, you know, those kind of sentiments, which is just really a pessimistic attitude about mm -hmm. it. But the realness of it is, is that the support of the people is what allows you to help more. Right. Right. Somebody's got to fund this. Right. Like I, I can't do it all and give it all away. Right. Some of it has to be funded by the supporters. And, and that's where you see the growth. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, that was 2019 for you. It was about the same for Ryan. Mm -hmm. Right. Where that's, he started to see that that's influence. Funny because I had saw his channel, I think. Like around the end of 2020 and I was like, oh, we're like on the same growth trajectory. Mm -hmm. Like this is interesting. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't do. And also my market isn't nearly the same, yeah. which you got to understand, you can't compare yourself to other people and then forget that they're in different markets, which means they have different upsides or whatever, yeah. or you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. So there's a lot of other factors. Yeah, for sure. So people put them, they put themselves down for those type of things. But I was just looking at it from like, oh, okay, it's dope to have like some type of measurable metrics of like, okay, this is the type of growth. Give me like, oh, they're having success. I'm having success. I do it this way. They do it that way. We're seeing the same type of numbers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people can use that as like competitive, whatever. But I like it as just a nice little check-in type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it should be competitive. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I don't shy away from that. Right. Like I'm paying attention to what everybody's doing. Right. 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 Because I, I, it's something that you may be doing that may work for us. That I'm like, okay, this will benefit everybody. You know, right. like we both can win off, off mm -hmm. of this. And then there's something, some things that you may be doing. And I'm like, that might work over there. It's probably not going to work here. And when you talk about comparing people's like growth, it's difficult, right? So like I was explaining this to somebody at the conference last week. They were asking me about like the room, right? Because we do conference, like Ryan speaks at conferences all the time. So mm -hmm. like this past couple months, I've been out of town almost every other weekend. Right. Right. But I've I've learned in looking at these rooms, some of them are valued higher than others. Right. Right. And so it just depends on what you're training your audience to do. Right. So, for example, the sneakerhead who has who makes content but doesn't actually have an offer for his audience right. has trained his audience now to never buy anything from him. Right. 
and we talked about this in Hollywood. Yep. It's like, no, the audience needs to be trained to support you. Mm -hmm. That comes with call to actions. That comes with actually having a product or an offer to offer them and then really giving out enough value to make them trust you. Mm -hmm. Right. I talk no like and trust all the time. Right. right. You got to right. They got to know you. They got to like you. They got to trust you. And so you're building on that. Right. As you're doing those things. But then I look at I go to some events and I'm like, wait, they didn't pitch anything. Right. All right. So you spent a million dollars on this event and you, you didn't make anything like you're right, not offering <laughs> like you're, you're, you're even doing the audience a disservice because you didn't offer them how they can get to where you're at. Right. All right. And so it's like, yeah. So, you know, again, like you, you, you spoke of it, like having, a, you know, a, an ability to kind of captivate an audience to get them to support you. It takes some skill and some strategy behind yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Tell me more about your strategies with how you're creating content. I know the DNA show is is coming along. I've been watching yeah, those episodes. Yeah. So tell me about it. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is really knowing I'm being true to myself when I make these videos. That's good. Because a lot of people, again, you can chase like the thing that works or all this stuff. There's a ton of videos I could create that go get a lot of views. Mm -hmm. That does the right thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to grow. But is it the right, like my mom, my dad, my grandma, they always say all money ain't good money, mm -hmm. right? So like you bring their all views ain't good views. All, you know, you can convert it to whatever you want to convert it to. So for me, I'm like, okay, let's be more strategic about the audience because I actually started to do that uh, last year. Was that last year? Yeah, I say last year. I kind of started to lose my way a little bit. Mm -hmm. I started making videos. I was like, let's try this. Let's do that. Let's go over here. Let's do and like, yes, you should be testing. But at the same time, I was doing too much testing and I'm like losing my way. <laughs> yeah. and so I'm like, let me retract and get back on that. So when they can truly see that, people think that, oh, yeah, the topic is good, whatever. But if it doesn't resonate with your audience and they don't see that, like, you know what you're talking about or you're really passionate about this thing, it's hard for them to get to the next step of, like, believing in buying something from you or supporting you in some type of way. No, when they're no. like, you kind of, like, halfway believe in what you're talking about. Like, why would I fully believe in what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I think it just really comes into that first. Like, you'll see it in the comment sections. Like, you care so much about this or, like, you're so passionate about this yeah. thing. Like. That's what you want to see in the comment section. Yeah, no, I think when you talk about when you're trying to reach for engagement or views, you lose conviction in what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're referring to. Like, I need to speak with conviction on what I believe in order for you to believe it. Mm -hmm. If I'm excited about something, I need to show that I'm excited. Right. Like I get we get clients up in the media all the time and conversations that I have with them is they're trying to figure out how they should present and I was like, well, one, you should present the way you would present normally in person, mm -hmm. right? Look at it like you're meeting the individual that's looking in, that's on the other side of that camera for the first time. And then tell yourself, all right, if I'm trying to convince them that what I have is good, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. I don't do that by being monotone and talking directly into the microphone and the camera like, and not giving any energy off. Right. Or for the individual that's too cool to make the content because it does feel weird looking into a lens that nobody's at, right? right. Like it's, it's awkward, right? Yeah. We know that. But that individual that's just really cool about it, it like you're not capturing anybody's attention. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about billions of people on these platforms. And so to do that, you really need to buy into what it is that you're trying to present and really speak with that conviction, right? Like I truly believe that the strategies that we're using works. Mm -hmm. And I think that anybody can use these strategies and eventually it will work for them. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I really believe it when I say it, like you're gonna feel it when I say it, right? 